Beyond Infinity. Now, China is building bases in Antarctica, actually within Australia's area that it claims. So Australia claims quite a large chunk of Antarctica. I think it's in the order of about 40% of the the land mass because Antarctica is a continent Mm -hmm. underneath all that ice is land. 40% 40% of it, there's sort of basically a wedge almost directly below Australia mm-hmm. is the chunk that Australia claims. Yep. Then other countries claim other parts of the landmass. That's where we've got like Casey Station, is it the one that yeah, yeah, we have? Yeah, there's several, there's several and America has all countries, a lot of major countries around the world have got you know slices of Antarctica. It's protected by a treaty. In fact, it's 42% of the land that's of Antarctica is claimed by Australia. It's protected by a treaty which was signed 60 years ago What's sort of happening over time is there's a little bit of creep happening. And and in fact, China has built some bases on that wedge of Antarctica Mm -hmm. that is claimed by Australia. Supposedly, they're research stations. Um, Australia does share scientific um, research capabilities and access, and and they share data and all that sort of stuff. They do that with China. So I guess they would see those bases as potentially beneficial from a scientific point point Mm -hmm. of view, and maybe it's saving Australia the money of of, of going deep into the the middle of the continent, very isolated, middle of nowhere, uh, very harsh conditions year-round. It saves Australia going to the expense of doing that. However, it is suggested that... The, the real objective of China is actually to set up radar stations mm-hmm. at these bases, so they're kind of dual purpose. Mm-hmm. And so exactly how they're defined and where the line is between a scientific capability yeah. and, a, and a military capability. Mm-hmm. But the reason what the, the, why they're doing this, or it's, it's alleged by some, is that China is developing its own version of the US-led system, GPS, the Global Positioning System. And, the reason, and it's called Baidu, B-E-I-D-O-U. The reason why it's doing that is that that capability to have accurate GPS is vital in a war situation for missile timing and positioning. Mm -hmm. So there is a kind of potentially a dark side. And it's interesting they're doing it down south because there's not really a lot. We've got Australia down here and then um, you've got parts of South America. Well, South America is down south. So I wonder what the, the need is for the, the GPS signal down, down well, this end. Well, I think that because they can't, in a war situation, they can't rely on America sharing the GPS. And okay. There have been examples. Yeah. I think there was an example in the first Gulf War. It may have happened since without publicity, but there was a publicized example where the US actually turned off the, the world's GPS mm. for... I don't know, an hour or something, mm-hmm. because they wanted to use it exclusively themselves mm-hmm. for a military purpose in the first Gulf War back mm-hmm. in 1991, I think it was, mm. or 1990, thereabouts, late 1990. Uh, well, well, there's the reports that we're hearing now about Russia that's um, sort of... Russia's developing its own GPS system as well. And they're the confusing the signals that are happening. So ships around uh, Russia are getting uh, confusing GPS signals. So they're somehow obfuscating you know, positioning. Uh, so somehow intersecting the signal and maybe redistributing that signal or changing it, altering it. Uh, there has been some... To give, to give false, G- false GPS. Yeah, so make it look like you might be in a different position, not too far away, but enough that it, that it gives Russia the advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I wonder if that beluga whale, which apparently was carrying uh, possibly Russian spyware in Norway, mm. whether that had been confused by uh, incorrect <laughs> GPS. You know, basically Antarctica, which has been supposedly, and the idea hopefully shared by the world and all those countries that have sort of got claims to it mm. is that it remains like a national park mm-hmm. that it's it's preserved for its in, in pristine environment there's no mining allowed down there mm-hmm. there's not supposed to be military purposes and even the bases that that countries 
do build down there, and I think there's now 80 bases, and there's more being built. And yeah, China's they're non-permanent, aren't they? They're well, no, they're, no they're, well, they're not manned all the time. Mm-hmm. They're manned generally in summer. Some of them are permanent, but generally it's, you know, they can... I it's think winter, winter, it's, winter it's so dark yeah. and it's and it's so isolated and it's and it's uh, it's hard to conduct science or activities of any kind. So mm-hmm. most of these are occupied only in summer, mm-hmm. but there are others that are maintained all the time. Uh, I think the US has a base right on the South Pole, like at the South okay. Pole. Yeah. One thing that's supposed to happen is that these bases are supposed to be subject to regular external um, inspection with a view to making sure that they're complying with Antarctic regulations, that okay. they're not militarizing, yep. yep. that they're not drilling for oil, or mm-hmm. that they're not um, you know, digging up alien spacecraft, or, or you know, maybe that's allowable, I don't know. But there are supposedly these, these very strict checks, and Australia did one not so long ago of a big American base, and, and that in, literally involved Australia flying in its own plane, landing, sending in its own inspectors completely unfettered access, like the Americans almost had to leave. I'm mm-hmm. not sure they... They did, but they gave unfettered access. Like, here's the keys to everything. Yep. Go for it. So mm-hmm. then they spent two days mm-hmm. going through this thing with a fine-tooth cone. Now, mm-hmm. America is an ally, so you know it's, yeah. it's, it's reasonable that they would give that access. What hasn't happened is that the Chinese, and, and I don't know whether it's been denied or not, no one has done any um, inspections of these new facilities that China. So they have no building. idea what's within they don't know, it. They don't yeah. know for sure. They've mm-hmm. taken aerial photos. They can see they're expanding. Mm-hmm. There is the suggestion that they're going to be used for, you know, as antennas or ra- radar stations to be part of that Chinese GPS system. Mm-hmm. But their simple explanation could be that that's just to communicate the data back to China. That's right. Yeah. They're just saying they're just saying these are scientific bases. That's all it is. We're yeah. all just we're just there for preserving, helping to preserve the environment mm-hmm. by understanding it. Yeah. That's pretty much their, their claim. There has been an international law expert at Australian National University, a guy called Don Rothwell. He has warned that Australia's claim to its that part of Antarctica is at risk by inaction. And I'm quoting him, if we don't effectively seek to manage that claim and exercise our sovereignty over that claim, well, then others will perceive some level of weakness in terms of Australia's position. They might seek to exploit that weakness in the future. Mm -hmm. So it is about possibly countries jockeying for position Mm -hmm. ahead of maybe saying, look, that treaty 60 years ago, things have changed. We're scrapping changed, it. We're yeah. scrapping it. We've got the bases yep. there. We don't recognise your territory. You have no... And, and the other thing is that it's been admitted by the uh, newly appointed boss of the Australian Antarctic Division, and his name is Kim Ellis. He's the former head of the Sydney Botanic Gardens. He's basically said that we don't actually have the capability to enforce our uh, sovereign claim yeah. anyway. Okay. So if it, if it did come, push came to shove, we have absolutely no capability of enforcing that. We would... Pe- maybe be relying on the Americans to help mm. us out. Mm. He also said that he, he thinks that the, the focus on China breaching the rules and building bases without permission and not allowing inspections and stuff, he reckons he is going to be doing inspections, that mm-hmm. that will happen, mm-hmm. and that he thinks it's, it's, uh, it's even, he's actually used the word xenophobic to focus so much on China when mm. countries from all around the world are doing stuff down there. Mm-hmm. So different schools of thought, but certainly the situation in Antarctica is, um, for lack of a better word, hotting up. Thanks for listening. We'd love you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Beyond Infinity RPPFM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.